welcome back to another episode of the 1% Life Podcast. I'm your host, Coach JT. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and is solely a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, fitness, or nutrition therapy. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problem or illness without consulting your own medical practitioner. As always, results of any kind will vary based on each person's unique circumstances, capacity, and work ethic. You ever ask yourself how or why some people change and just stay changed? Forever? Like they just lose 150 pounds, come off meds, get healthy, don't yo-yo, and never look back. What makes them different? And then why do most people live the same cycle over and over and over again their entire lives and never do it? Why do 75 to 80% of people change at some point, but only 1% stay changed? I've spent the last three decades working with people one-on-one or in small groups. And I've learned a lot about why people do this. There's a handful of things that every single one of the 1% have in common. They all do these things, right? The people that change and stay changed, that never go back. The people that don't yo-yo. And if you'll understand and implement these few things, you'll break the cycle just like that. And you'll never go back. You'll be one of those people that everybody's asking, how'd you do it? What's the secret? What happened? That's what we all want, right? You don't want to yo-yo forever. Go find somebody that's really overweight and ask them if they've lost weight before. They'll all tell you they have. Some people do it annually, 20 or 30 pounds every year. They put it on during the holidays. They make a New Year's resolution. They lose weight for the cruise in the summer. On the cruise, they start to eat bad and just slowly slide down. And then the holidays come around and they put it all back on. And then they make the New Year's resolution again. Every year. I see people do it. That's not what you want. Just like you don't want to earn a million dollars and lose it every year. Would you want to do that over and over again? Of course you don't. You want to lose the 50 pounds and then you want to keep building on that. You want to earn the million dollars and you want to keep building on that and getting better. I had a patient I started working with back in 2013. At the time I was doing clinical nutrition and disease management. So I was seeing patients referred by doctors. She's around 210 pounds. She was on meds, depressed, unhealthy overall, tired all the time. She got sick frequently, couldn't lose weight, had gut issues. She was like 70% of the women that I see that are over 40 right now. So when we started working together, she was excited. She was all fired up. Anything you tell me to do, she got everything ready. She was ready to go. She started crushing it. She saw immediate change. First week, she lost weight. Then she came off her meds. Her energy was up. And in six months, she hit her goal, 139 pounds. Lowest that she had been since her early 20s, and she's in her mid-40s at this point. She looked great. She felt amazing. Her personality was different. She was literally the best version of herself that she had ever been since her early 20s. And again, now she's in her mid-40s. But then she stumbled. She got comfortable. She hit her goal. She changed jobs. She had a little family drama. And she slowly started to miss workouts. They're not as important. I've already hit my goal. One or two is not going to hurt anything. Started skipping some meals. Again, 
not as a big deal because I'm not trying to lose a bunch of body fat. I can get away with skipping some. Don't have to be perfect. So I can eat out sometimes too. And then she let other things get in the way, started to prioritize differently, started to make it excuses why she couldn't work out and why she couldn't meal prep. And in six months, right back at the start. And then she stopped coming to see me. And I didn't hear from her for, I don't know, a year, year and a half. And then 16 to 18 months later, knock, knock, knock. She's back. Slouched over, looking like a sad puppy, head and shoulders freaking drooping, pissed at herself, depressed, disappointed, sick. Almost exactly where she was when I met her the first time. And so we started back up. Same thing. And she lost weight. She got great results, came off the meds, felt amazing, all the same stuff. She was basically back to where she was at her best again. And then after six months, she stopped. Started to reverse the results. And then she was back to square one again. Different reasons, different excuses, same outcome. Back and forth, back and forth. How many of you guys can relate to this? How many of you have done it for decades So fast forward 11 years, she's still doing it. Still the same exact thing, the same six-month cycle over and over and over again. I saw her on social media the other day. She looks more unhealthy than I've ever seen her. She's reliving the same six months over and over and over again her entire life. It's like Groundhog Day. What do you think that does for your self-esteem? You look at yourself in the mirror, do you feel like a failure? And every time you slide back, you're reinforcing the behavior that I'm not capable. I can't do it. I'm never going to do it. I'm a loser. All untrue. But you begin to reinforce that and believe it. After doing it 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you're pretty convinced that that's just the way it's going to be. Why do some people do that and some don't? What's the difference? What makes the 1% so different that I talk about all the time? That's what I'm going to talk to you about today. There's a handful of small things that come into play, but by and large, the things I'm about to go over are 99.9% of the solution. Implement these things and you'll break the cycle forever. So let's get into it. Number one, They have the right blueprint. First and foremost, you have to have the right blueprint. Guys, I know a lot of hardworking average people. The hardest worker in the room. I work so hard. I go to the gym six days a week. Guys, that's not all of it. There are so many BS things out there. It's not a fad diet. It's not Ozempic. It's not only eating meat. It's not a 60-day summer shape-up. It's not gastric bypass. It's not the HCG diet or the food pyramid, the government guidelines, or OMAD or intermittent fasting. It's a long-term solution. It's understanding the four pillars of nutrition. It's eating the right foods. It's having the right caloric intake. It's knowing how much protein, fat, and carbs to have. It's understanding your meal frequency. It's knowing what to do long-term. Not just what can I do to lose 50 pounds. Right? You can work your tail off. You can go to the gym six days a week. You can do cardio every single day. But if you're doing the wrong kind of exercise, you're doing the wrong kind of cardio, your heart rate's not in the right place, and then you're eating the wrong foods and the wrong frequency and the wrong amounts, you're not going to go anywhere. 
It's no different than business or anything else, right? I can work 16, 18 hours a day and never go anywhere if I'm doing the wrong stuff. Guys, I know a lot of people that work 12 and 16 hours a day, work their tails off, and they make the same money for 30 years. They never get ahead. They never save anymore. They're in this cycle of just doing the same thing over and over again, expecting some kind of a different result. So that's number one. You have to have the right blueprint. If you don't have the right blueprint, all the work in the world doesn't matter. Number two, and this is probably one of the biggest reasons that I see people fail and reverse the results that they get is they don't make a decision. Here's what I'm talking about when I say make a decision. I'm not talking about buying stuff. I'm not talking about getting excited. I'm not talking about getting a freaking gym membership or making lists or starting new programs or hiring personal trainers. That's all things that you do after you make a decision. Making a decision is stopping what you're doing, saying a prayer, deciding that no matter what, I'm not going back. It's like a judge makes a decision to put somebody in prison for life. That's a decision. You know how hard it is to reverse that? It's a decision that somebody makes to stop drinking after they have some kind of traumatic event. Never drinking again. There's nothing you could do to get them to drink again. They're done. On the spot. A decision. It's a decision that somebody makes to leave an abusive relationship. When things get really, really bad and they're done, they just walk out and say, you can keep the house, you can keep my clothes, you can have everything in the house, I don't care, I'm done. I'm out. Never going to see you again. I'm done. A decision. A real decision. Guys, I've seen people lose 50, 100, 150 pounds and put it all back on. Because they never made a decision that they were going to change. They made a decision that they wanted to lose 50 pounds. And then that happens. Goal met. Now what? And I've also seen a ton of people that make a decision, lose that weight, and they're just getting started. Number three is they know their why. This is big, guys. If you don't know what your real reason why is, if you don't have a deep-rooted reason why you're trying to change, it's very easy to quit. I want to lose 50 pounds is not it. Right? Cutting down for a class reunion or coming off meds or fitting in your jeans or finding a man or you know, looking good for a cruise or spring break, that's not a why. Those are things. They're date-related things. They will come and go. If it's only I want to lose 50 pounds, you're going to hit that. But then what? you got to find your real reason why. The thing that you can tap into that keeps you from quitting once you hit the 50-pound mark or beyond. Right? I do an exercise with all my private clients called Seven Layers Deep, and it's about finding your why. So they can look beyond that. They tell me they want to lose 50 pounds. I ask them why over and over and over again. Right? I want to lose 50 pounds. Why do you want to lose 50 pounds? I don't know. Because I'm going to fit in my jeans. Okay? Why do you want to fit in your jeans? Well, because I felt best when I could fit in my jeans. Okay? Well, why'd you feel the best when you could fit in your jeans? Well, because I had better self-esteem. I just felt better about myself. Right? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to, why do you want to feel better about yourself? Why do you want better self-esteem? Well, because I'm a better role model to my kids. I'm a better role model for the people that work for me and my husband, my family. Okay, why do you want to be a better role model for all those people? Well, so I can show them how to do the same, right? Make them proud of who I am as a mom, as a wife, as a sibling, as a coworker, as a boss. Okay, why do you want to show them how to do the same? Why do you want all that? Well, ultimately, I guess so I can break the cycle. My mom and dad were overweight and out of shape, unhealthy. My grandparents died of heart disease. 
My parents are on medications. My dad's in a wheelchair. He's too heavy. He can't walk around. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for my kids. I want to raise confident kids. I want to raise strong kids. I want to raise healthy kids, fit kids. that They can pass on to their kids. I want to break the cycle. I don't want it to continue, and I want to be the one to do it. Right? I want to change my family tree. Right? It's not I want to lose 50 pounds. It's not big enough. But if every time you want to quit, you think about your kids, you think about your parents, you think about your coworkers and your siblings, you think about your mom looking at you, you think about your kids' kids, that's a much bigger reason than I want to lose 50 pounds. That's just pure selfish. Right? It's okay to do that. It's okay to have that micro goal, but that's not your why. You've got to find your why. Huge deal. Number four, learn to love the process. Guys, people that love the walk always go further than the ones that are focused on the goal. It's just the truth. It's not always going to be fun. Love the process. You can't hate where you are. You can't always look ahead, waiting for the end, waiting for the end, waiting for the end, looking for ways to cheat, looking for shortcuts, looking for quick fixes to, you know, to shave time off, ways to minimize the work you've got to do. If you're always looking for shortcuts and ways to get out of stuff, you're always reinforcing that I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be doing this. That's not the point. Be proud of yourself. Look at how far you've come. Look at what you've done. Look what kind of role model you're being. How many other people are changing because of you? Live in the moment. Look forward to more progress. Look at the progress you've already gotten. Right? It's incredible. I know people that lose 40 or 50 pounds. When we first started, they, that's all they wanted to lose. Now they're 50 pounds down and they could care less. Not excited about it at all. Well, whatever. I, you know, I, I still need to lose 50 more. Find pride in that accomplishment. It's okay. Track your progress. Stay excited. There's a lot that happens in the process that you can love and be excited about. Love the process. The next thing is they set micro and macro goals, right? Not just little bitty goals and not just big goals. They both matter. Long-term goals, ideal destination goals. That's the macro goal. Let's say, I don't know, I want to lose 100 pounds, part of the macro goal. But then they set micro goals for that too. Right, Micro goals being, okay, if I do that in a year, how much of that is in six months? How much of that is monthly? How much of that's weekly? They break it down and they can track their progress. Macro and micro goals. What's the overall big-term goal? That's your why, really. And then how do I get there? What's the roadmap? How do I chart my progress to make sure I'm going in the right direction? Same thing. You have to focus on both. Look at both every day. Chart your progress with both. Plan your macro goal, your destination. And then your micro goal, your progress, right? Every day, every week, every month, every six months. The next is they have discipline in other areas of their life and they apply it to nutrition and exercise. So what other areas of your life are you disciplined in that you could take that same type of mentality and apply it to nutrition and exercise? Now let's talk about what discipline is for just a second. Discipline is optional items that you never miss. It's not doing things you love to do all the time. That's not discipline. Discipline is doing things you dislike like you love them. Discipline is me getting up and going to the gym every single day. When most of the time I don't have a desire to do that, I've got other things I need to do, other things I want to do. But I go every day. It's discipline. 
discipline versus motivation. That's the big deal, right? Maybe you do it at church. Maybe it's business, whatever it is. It's not do it if you feel like it. It's not finding reasons to quit. It's not making excuses to cheat or stop. It's not waiting to be excited and motivated all the time because you're not going to be. It's not waiting on perfect circumstances. It's not waiting to know everything. What it is is having a never-miss attitude. No matter what, I'm going to do it. Right? It's the same thing as making a decision. No matter what. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. I'm not going to be excited and motivated all the time. It doesn't matter. I'm doing it anyway. No matter what. No excuses. And the next is they don't rely on other people. Guys, you cannot rely on others for this. It's your responsibility. It's your why, your goals, your health, your change, not theirs. You can't wait for a workout buddy or an accountability partner. I talked to somebody the other day that said, I'll do it if she does it. It doesn't work like that. You're setting yourself up for failure day one. You've already lost the game if that's what you're waiting on is somebody else to do it for you or with you. I can't do it unless they do it. You can't wait for support from others, friends, family, coworkers. Wait for pats on the back, constant reaffirming. Guys, nobody cares. At the end of the day, they're worried about themselves. They're not worried about your goals. They're worried about theirs. How many people do you lose sleep over that are unhealthy or that are on their weight loss journey or trying to change? Nobody's coming to help you. It's your responsibility. And you have to look that at the end of the day, nobody's going to support you, good or bad. It's just human nature. It's not a bad thing. It's like the lottery analogy that I used. If you won $50 million tomorrow playing the lottery, how many people in your life would be truly happy for you if they weren't going to get any of it? Imagine two friends, both 300 pounds, unhealthy, out of shape, medicated, sick. One changes, the other one doesn't. What's their relationship like now? Probably non-existent. It's just the truth. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just the reality of it. The person that has changed is now a different person, right? A better version, healthier, happier, stronger, more motivated, more successful, more energy, doing different things, associating with different people probably, spending their time differently. The other friend is still in the same exact spot. And every time they see the person that's changed, it's a reminder that they haven't done anything. It's a reminder that they're still sick. It's a reminder that they're still 300 pounds, right? It's very hard. You have to realize that you're in it alone. Don't wait for somebody else to support you or to carry you along or to motivate you or to get you excited or call you to go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Have pride in yourself and your ability to do it on your own. And lastly, they're open-minded. They're curious. They're inquisitive. They want to know why, not just what. They don't have a preconceived notion about this only works, and I was told this 12 years ago, and that's the only thing I'm going to do. It's not having the attitude of, I don't care how it works. Just tell me what to do and get me to 50 pounds. The people that are really, truly, long-term successful with me are the ones that ask questions. They get on the coaching calls. They send me emails. They private message me. I tell them to do X. Okay, why? What does that do? How does that work? Why not this? Hey, I heard this. What's the difference between that and that? They educate themselves. When somebody's educating themselves, what it tells me is they don't want to need me anymore. They're trying to be self-sufficient. They're thinking long-term, not I want to lose 50 pounds. Right? They want me to coach them, not just take them there. 
but teach them. That's the people that are successful long-term. It's not believing something that Google told them or, you know, strength training is bad for women, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to hear anything otherwise. I don't care what you say. I just, that's what I think. And I have to have medications because my doctor told me that. And my situation's different because I've got bad genetics. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. It's learning. It's understanding. It's thinking long-term. It's wanting to be self-sufficient. That's what I want for everybody. That's the goal of the coaching program is to create not only good results in a short period of time, but self-sufficiency. If you're self-sufficient, you're home free. In the end, there's only two main components for long-term success. These two things will guarantee your success long-term, but they have to be done together. And I'm talking about your mentality and the right blueprint. If you're excited and you're motivated and you're consistent and you're disciplined and you're driven and you work your tail off every single day, but you're using the wrong blueprint, you're not going to go anywhere. Because I know a lot of really hardworking average people that don't ever change or progress or go anywhere. I see a lot of people that come to the gym six days a week. They work out hard, but they never change. Wrong blueprint. And if you've got the right blueprint, but you have no work ethic and no discipline and you don't implement it, you're not going to go anywhere either. It takes both. This is what I do, guys. I give you the right blueprint day one. I coach you through it. I educate you on why. I teach you why that's important. I help you understand what the goal is. I help you get to the goal. But once we get there, now you're self-sufficient long-term. All the links you need in the show notes below, guys. I'm out. God bless. For more content, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. See you.